What's up, world? Welcome to the Melanin Money Show, the official destination for personal finance, entrepreneurship, and wealth building for melanin millionaires. We will teach you the tools, the tips, the tactics, the hacks, and strategies you need to learn to become financially free so that you can be the wealth starter and legacy lever for your family. And I'm your host, George Action Palm, accompanied by co-host Jacqueline Shattuck and Carter Cofield. If you're ready to begin your journey to become a melanin millionaire, tune in, take notes, and let's go. Go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. You already know who it is. It's Cartier Carter, Jackpot, Jacqueline, and Forbes, George. I haven't said the nicknames in a while. Felt It only felt right. I just ate, so I'm feeling energized. I want to make sure that people knew who they was dealing with. I don't, I don't want them to ever play themselves. You know what I'm saying? Don't ever play yourself. <laughs> don't ever play yourself. You're playing yourself. You're not tapping. I got to add that as a soundbite. I got to add you I gotta that as a soundbite. Soundbite. <laughs> you should definitely be tapping in with us on Instagram. DJ Khaled is hilarious, yo. Like yeah. he's just a walking, like he's a yeah, know. he's a walking cult machine. Right? You know why he's like that though? Why? I caught him on a podcast and he was like, there was a certain point where I just decided to be my authentic self. Oh. He was oh, like, okay. I just decided to be my authentic self. And then he was like, and then I decided to share my authentic self with the world. Mm. And, look at, and, look, and look at them now. The most powerful thing now. you got in the world is authenticity. So let's step into your being your perfect self. And then, you know, you could be a cult machine too, right? <laughs> yeah. And Absolutely. like the thing about it is it's therapeutic. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. being your the true authentic self, like it's therapeutic. So if y'all haven't tried right. it, y'all should try it. Okay. Definitely try it. But right. listen, what you shouldn't you shouldn't try is this buy now pay later thing. Like I'm just whoa, putting whoa, my whoa, opinion whoa, out whoa. there. We're not supposed to give our judgment on Don't it. Don't try it. Talk about Look, it and give the people game. I'm not trying to play with y'all. Okay. I'm here straight, <laughs> straight to it. Buy right. now, pay now, not pay later. That's that's my opinion. I mean, all y'all right. saw the topic. <laughs> So what Jacqueline is talking about is I'm pretty sure you all have seen it, whether it's your favorite uh, e-commerce store or whatever the case may be. If you don't want to pay all the money up front, they now, you now have multiple options. There's a firm, there's Klarna, there's Sezzle, there's Afterpay, but all the concept is the same. Let's say the item costs 100. Instead of paying 100, you want to pay 25 today. You can pay 25 today and then there'll be equal installments for the other three payments. It might vary between, you know, a few weeks or a month or whatever. It just depends upon uh, what that particular platform or transaction allows. But conceptually, you get a chance to spread out that payment over a period of time instead of paying it up front. Now, Jacqueline's already taken her stance. She thinks that it's a red flag. Boo, right. tomato, tomato, tomato. Red flag, right? What we want to do is we want to share, you know, kind of the good, the bad, the ugly of what all this is about to see if it's something that you should stay away from, something that could be beneficial for you. And you really can just make your own decision about what you think about these buy now, pay later services. Yeah. So, I mean, again, uh, I think that giving people game on insights of it. Uh, so I can start with giving people just a more in-depth understanding of the buy now, buy now pay later uh, medium and how, how they make money and how consumers lose money, right? So with buy now, pay later, uh, like George said, if it's $100, you don't have $100 today, you can do four payments of 25 
the way that Afterpay works specifically is that they get a 30 cent commission on the charge. So they get 30 cents up front, then they charge between three and 7% to the consumer on the back end. So that $100 uh, item might now, you might now have to pay 107, right? Um, and, and I don't know if that's annual APR or if that's like monthly, but um, they make money two ways off the consumer. So uh, what the consumer is, they think about is, is waiting that long, is it worth the cost to you, right? And, and we're going to talk about the psychology and how and what we think about it, but that's the preface about how, how Afterpay works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So basically, it's the new age layaway. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, Why people act like we never seen this before, right? right? Yeah, but it's but it's different though, right? Because it's buy now, pay later. Whereas layaway was like kind of buy now and kind of keep you paying, ain't getting this, and then you're gonna get it. Yeah, we yeah. don't trust that. Yeah, you, you weren't getting get it up front. <laughs> you were getting it on the back end. Right. So it's a little bit different, but it really is like if I was gonna create this platform, like and y'all don't steal my idea, but I would call it new age layaway. That's yeah. buy now, pay later. Like, the same thing, new age layaway. Like you right. have the opportunity to buy it now and just pay for it later. Super straightforward. Right. Which I guess the pro in that is like, let's just say, like, if you are responsible and it's just a cash flow thing, right? And it's just like, okay, well, the what reason why I'm buying it now, not is because I can't afford it per se, but this item might be a limited item, right? And so it's like, I, it's in my budget. I'm still only going to spend $100 this month, but. I'm not going to have that hundred to the end of the month. Right. And so it's like, I want to go ahead and lock this in because it might be a limited item. So that in theory, you know, I could, I could get down with that. Right. But the bigger, mm. is the, let me, okay, there's always a caveat. I'm smelling something. The bigger, the bigger issue though is right. You're probably focused on the wrong things. If you got to spread out a hundred dollar payment, right. Like, <laughs> you, you probably need to be like, and I'm just keeping it, keep it a buck with you. Right. Like you probably need to put more focus on, can I make more money to where I'm not thinking about having to spread out a hundred dollars? Like y'all know we have an e-commerce store and I'm just like, when I, when I see people like use Afterpay for a $50 sweatshirt, I'm just like, thank you. I appreciate you. But like, really? Like why? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, sometimes you got to think a little bit deeper, like, okay, when we'll, we'll get into this, but like, if I can't buy this right now, should I be buying this in the first place? Yeah, Jacqueline, this, this is, I mean, you are, your mind's made up. Give us the psychological, like, uh, issues or damage that this, this can do to people financially. Or just give us your stance on why you think it's such a bad idea for people to leverage this. Okay, uh, okay, 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 okay. All right. Bucky your seatbelt, y'all. Bucky your seatbelt. to shine, so I am waiting. All right. I think the first thing that we have to evaluate is... What are you buying? Are you buying an asset or are you buying a liability? Are you just blowing cash that you don't have? Which one are you doing? Because if you're buying an asset, which is rare because these companies are not set up for you to buy assets, right? Like they're set up, like George said, uh, on e-commerce sites, Fashion Nova, right? Like there's no thing that you need to buy from Fashion Nova that you need to buy now, pay later. Um, keeping it straightforward. There's not one thing that you need to buy from there. It's like, like, I know your birthday. Think, it's like sneaker flipping. Like if you're in a sneaker flipping culture, like not from Fashion Nova. <laughs> not Fashion Nova, but like, hey, you, like you ain't gonna make no money back on that case. Right, you're not gonna make nothing back on Fashion Nova. I'm saying like in general, like e-commerce. Like if you, yeah. Do, so that's like, why. 
or something. I said, is it, are you buying an asset or are you buying a liability? Like that's the very first question. Because the way that we've positioned this whole conversation is as if you're buying a liability. And that's what we're talking about here. So you first need to just evaluate, is this something that I really need? Right. And then I think the other thing that we have to talk about that we're not really talking about is the mental well-being of the conversation, right? So you need to do a really hard evaluation of yourself and your own spending habits as to why you feel the need to keep making these purchases for these things that are not clearly, <laughs> wait, I'm, I'm gonna get into the, 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 the argument here, but why do you keep buying these things that you cannot afford? Mm. Because what did Jay say? If you can't afford to buy it twice, you can't afford it. That's real talk. Yeah. Like that. So I need you to evaluate like why are you trying to buy these things that you can't afford? Right. That's the the conversation is like it can you afford it, but you just don't want to pay for it all right now. I mean, it's it's a small demographic of people that say, hey, that thing is a thousand dollars. I'm gonna pay a hundred right now because I'm about to buy this investment. Or I'm about to, you know, invest in this company. Like, you know, as a small defined of people, but most of the time people are buying stuff that they don't have enough money in their bank account to currently cover. Because like when I go and look at the afterpay options and the PayPal credit, I'm like, why would I even why would I, why would I even do that? Right. Even though it's just, you know, it's if you want to play arbitrage, you can, but like right. I don't even second guess it because I know it's it's a waste of I don't want to think about the pay, like I don't want to think about the pay stuff monthly. And I think the bigger point that Jacqueline was hitting on is we need to start demoralizing or denormalizing monthly payments. I, I don't want to keep getting into this thing where I'm so used to paying people every month. I want to get the bag every month. So right. I think that's the big psychological drawback from it. Yeah, you want to have more money coming in than you have going out. So if you keep accumulating all of these subscriptions and all of these buy now, pay laters, it's just going to catch up with you, right? Like, that's why I recommend that people use the app Truebill because, Love it. Love you know, Truebill. all of hey, these apps. It's not the Truebill. Hey, Truebill, you should, you should sponsor the podcast. Like, what yeah. are you doing? I would gladly do a, do a sponsorship with them. That app is crazy. Yeah, so, so like, the thing that Truebill does is it works as a, what we call an aggregation tool, right? So for those who aren't familiar with that, basically it's an account that you can log into and you can link all of your bank accounts, credit cards, investment accounts, everything to that. And then you don't actually transact in that account. You don't make purchases or send money or anything, but you just view what you have coming in and what you have going out. Okay. That's the aggregation tool of Truebill. And it helps you to create a budget essentially. And the other thing that it does that's really fancy that everybody likes is that it highlights your subscriptions because we live in a subscription world. So if you have a buy now, pay later transaction inside of one of your accounts that you have linked in Truebill, it's going to highlight that as a subscription. It's going to say, yo, do you want to cancel this subscription or you want to keep paying this? My guess is you want to cancel that subscription, but you can't because you bought something you couldn't afford. Now you got to pay. So, for it. Yo, hey, everybody pause right now. Go down to app Truebill. Just, just pause the episode right now. I'm actually open to my Truebill. We're gonna drop, we'll, we'll drop it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need that really but, but still pause and download yeah. Truebill right now. Still, yeah, still pause and download Truebill. Uh, and, and we need to work on getting an affiliate link and getting them to be a show sponsor because I want to sponsor things that I really believe in. Like, And even as a financial responsible person, I forgot how many things I had on Oh, on, on auto subscription, it's crazy. So, um, as an aside, get True Bill and then uh, get back to the episode. It'll even show you like upcoming transactions. It'll like remind you, like, oh, I forgot I was still paying for that. 
Um, and the whole other part of the homework assignment is find at least one that you can cancel. And third part of the homework assignment is automatically redirect that to an investment account immediately because you were already paying it. Oh, so that's, right that's heat. That's fire right there, man. Right. So it's a three. You know what? Assignment. Download that, the bill, find a subscription or something that you can cancel and then immediately redirect the exact dollar amount towards your investment account. Uh, then y'all need to cash app George a thousand dollars for that free game. Free game, <laughs> don't ever play yourself. <laughs> okay, no, that, that, that's real, man. That's that's real. I think one of the biggest financial hacks is that once you get done paying something, whether it's a car note or, or, or whatever, you already used to spend that three hundred dollars a month. So go ahead and redirect it. And once y'all stop using Afterpay and get that fifty dollars, because here's the dangerous part, right? Thirty dollars a month is not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But $30 a month times two is 60 times 10 is 300. So now if you got 10 things that you're paying for on Afterpay because you got a little lit and was doing some online shopping, you Afterpaid everything. Now you got you have a car note coming out of your bank account every single month for things that you probably don't need. Right. Things that right. you definitely don't need. Like at the beginning right. of my like personal financial journey, I don't know that I've really shared this a whole lot, but I became a minimalist and I didn't become a minimalist to save money. I became a minimalist really to have a greater appreciation for the world. And I think once you have a greater appreciation for the things around you, then the way that you manage your money is going to change because your perspective is going to change. So for those who don't know, minimalism is this idea of living with less. And you have some people who are uh, very, very uh, high on the minimalist scale to the point where they, you know, they count their items and they're like, I only own 10 items, a pair of flip flops, a toothbrush, um, <laughs> you know, a shirt. And like, that's very extreme minimalism. Right. So I consider myself to be on like the lower end of minimalism, wherein like I believe in quality over quantity. So I'm not going to hop on Fashion Nova and buy 40 matching outfits because I just believe in quality over quantity. Like I know all those outfits are going to deteriorate in three months. So I don't right. want to spend my money, time, effort, energy doing that. Right. And that's why I like the idea of minimalism. Like, I don't know that I really consider myself a minimalist, but I think that it can really help when it comes down to considering, are you going to do buy now, pay later? Uh-huh. Because you have a greater appreciation for life and your money and the quality of things. So I would just encourage people to do that as they're looking at their spending. Yeah, and I like that. I like that. And I think everything has a spectrum, right? It's like fire movement, right? Some people are like selling everything, living in the RV, like do whatever they got to do to get the fire. And there's some people who's like, I'm just aggressively investing, right? And I'm still living my life. So I think everything has a spectrum, but like 100%, like find where you land and just make sure that you are moving the needle forward. Did anybody else forget their true bill password? I just yeah, I, I was over here like low key. Like, I, I saw you. I saw you. I'm like, bro, you still got your phone in your hand, bro. Like everybody forgot their password. But yeah. but like, so now that people know, I think our opinions are aligned with afterpay and like what it's doing to the economy and what it's doing to consumers. What are some ways or some things they can do to avoid having to use it? Right? Because I think all of us mm. we don't use it because we don't have to use it. So what are some things that people can do? Jacqueline has a hand raised if y'all not watching on YouTube. So I'm going to go ahead and gently pass the mic to the financial advisor in the room. Go ahead. <laughs> George and I, uh, we share that crown and it is heavy. Um, <laughs> heavy is the head. This is the financial advisor crown. Um, but like where I'm going is really heavy. George, you got something lighter? 
Like, cause where I'm going is heavy. Hey, drop it on them. Drop it. Hey, drop it on them. Look, the reality is, you gotta look at your inner self. Mm. Uh, you you got some inner work to do, because you right now as a human being are doing 100% of whatever you can do. Now, that doesn't mean that you're operating at 100% of your potential. I didn't say that. I say you're operating at 100% of the person you are right now. So you have to focus on becoming that next person, that next level of you unleashing that, evolving that. You have to focus on that before you're really going to be able to embody what we're talking about here, right? And that's having self-control because, you know, we went and we researched this beforehand and I read just a bunch of articles, mainly from women who talked about how this buy now, pay later really filled a void for them, right? Whatever they were going through in their life, if they felt alone, if they felt like they weren't worth enough, they could just go buy a new item and that item would fulfill their need, which shout out to great marketing. It does. But at the end of the day, what happens? You don't feel fulfilled. You get a high for a moment. You get a high when that box comes from Amazon. And then what? You're like, oh, well, you know, back to the way I was feeling. So like you have to focus on what's going on inside of you to make the most sense of, you know, does this work for me? Facts. Facts. Yeah. And I, and I think as well as like, we need to, you know, people need to be more excited about investing their money than spending their money, right? Like, all my friends, like, we can't wait. So, we get our hands on money, like $5,000 invested here, $10,000 invested there. And so, like, I think when you get a place where you, when you get to a mental place where investing is more important than spending, then you're kind of better off mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I was talking about that before. I was talking, were you going to say this, George? Like your mindset will shift. Like once you start investing and you start getting on that other end and you're no longer just a consumer, you're also an investor, you have a mindset shift. And so you start to see things as a potential investment and you're like, hmm, should I be investing in this? Right. And you also you also find places where you're like, nah, you're taking advantage of me. So (laughs) I used to I have this thing where like y'all been out with me. I cannot buy soup at a restaurant because I used to own part of a restaurant and we marked the soup up 6,000%. I cannot pay for soup at a restaurant anymore knowing that this is a 6,000% markup. I just can't do it, you know? I feel that way about salads at restaurants. Like, I'm like, bro, like this little lettuce and the little shit, come on, man. Like, y'all charge me $15 for this salad. I, I know, and I still buy little it. Pe- little piece of chicken, little piece of salmon. Like, <laughs> I hate getting salads. Man. I still buy them, but yeah, I do think about that too. For a second, I want you to imagine a club, a club that is exclusively designed to help you transform your relationship with money, a club that creates the pathway and the guiding light for someone who is an aspiring melanin millionaire, the one who wants to be the wealth starter in their family. Now, instead of imagining, I want you to learn a little bit more about the Melanin Millionaires Club, because that is exactly what we've created right? We've created an ecosystem where you can finally get the clarity that you're looking for when it comes to your finances to give you the confidence that you now know exactly where you're headed so you can make better financial decisions and ultimately give you that feeling of control that you've been seeking instead of your finances feeling like they control you. Let me tell you a little bit about what you can expect as a part of the Melanin Millionaires Club. Number one, you're going to get access to money challenges. 
you know, and different challenges to help you level up with your money in fun and creative ways. You're going to get access to a community of like-minded people who are all on the same journey of marching towards financial freedom in their own right. You're going to have an opportunity to win money milestones so that we can award you on your journey to becoming that melanin millionaire. You're going to get access to guides and resources that you need to be able to dive deeper on your money journey. My most favorite and important probably aspect of this platform is you getting access to my pocket advisor, which is our flagship feature where literally it's like having myself and other advisors right in your pocket. Because let's be honest, right? You can take a course or even try to Google the information that you're looking for. But sometimes knowing that you can have a mentor that you can just call on and ask a specific question is worth its weight in gold. So you get that as a part of the premium membership. You get access to classes to learn about a variety of different money topics. There's channels with a bunch of different money content like Netflix, but for financial education, right? And you have investment opportunities, right? From time to time when they present themselves, I'm going to share different investment opportunities exclusively with my network. Not to mention, if you sign up today, you're going to get access to seven other bonuses just for being a part of the network. So if that sounds like something that would be valuable to you, I strongly encourage you to click the link, link in the show notes and learn more about the Melanin Millionaires Club and how you can be the first generation millionaire in your family. And the other thing to Carter's point and Jacqueline's point with the mindset shift, when you become an investor and you focus on investing, it becomes harder to spend money frivolously because it's like you understand the power of, of the money, right? It's like when I, if I was a farmer and I you know, had these seeds, right? Now, granted, eating seeds might be a little weird, but like you have, just stay with me here. Imagine if you took the seed, you ate the seed, right? The seed's gone forever, right? Maybe you, it, it tasted really good in the moment, but like it's gone forever. Versus if you took that seed, planted that seed, nurtured it and grew an apple tree, every single year, you're going to be able to pick from that apple tree, right? It's going to grow apples every single harvest. And that's how investing is. When you take your active income and you just buy stuff, the money's gone. When you take your active income and you buy assets, that now is going to continue to appreciate over and over again, just off of that seed that you planted that one time. And when you start to wrap your head around that, like, man, you need to I can invest one time and I'm be able to reap the benefits for the foreseeable future. It's so much harder to take your hard earned money and buy stuff, right? You want to go and buy assets that are going to appreciate Absolutely. And you know, what's funny about that. I literally tweeted like earlier today, I, I tweeted when a flower doesn't bloom, you change the environment in when it in which it grows. You don't change the flower. Mm, right. That's a, that's a fact. You change the you change the environment. So, you know, you're talking about planting seeds and planting a tree and, and reaping from that harvest. Like if you don't see that vision for you right now, mm-hmm. you don't need to to try to change the tree, like you need to focus on that seed and that environment that that seed is in. Right. So the seed being your money, stop putting your money in a vulnerable position of this buy now, pay later. Right. So (laughs) you may need to just pop off these shopping sites and not be on there window shopping all day. Right. Because eventually it's, <laughs> it's too easy, right? Like your card information is already logged in on the computer. You know, all you have to do is PayPal and like, it's too easy. Stop making it so easy, right? Disconnect your cards from these sites. 
And, and I think this is worth mentioning, right? Because it's really important. Like so my, my mentor, Jim Rohn, the late great Jim Rohn says, Shout Jim Rohn. All, you, all you need to do is get on the right side of how things work, right? So, so we've talked about how Afterpay is detrimental to consumers and things like that. But George also said he looks at his Shopify account and sees people who order off Afterpay and he still gets his money. So after, I'm, I'm going to tell you something right now. Afterpay ain't going nowhere. Does the concept of buy now, pay later ain't going nowhere. We can have our opinions on it, whatever. It ain't going nowhere. It ain't going nowhere. Since it's not going anywhere, why not get on the right side of it? So all of us in this room, we have either, you know, merch brand, courses, and Afterpay works on uh, courses and uh, ebook sites, things like that. So since Afterpay isn't going anywhere, why not get on the right side of Afterpay? Why not come out with a product or service that adds value to people that allows them to get your product? And then again, if your product is something that will help them level up, you don't have to feel bad about it because they're gonna your, your product's gonna help them make more money. Even George, you know, even the melanin money brand. When I know when I wear that, I feel like I'm worth more. When I wear that, I feel like I should be investing more, right? So I just want to encourage y'all that since it's not going away and we're not just here to complain about it, why not get on the right side of it so you can start earning more money with something that's not going away? That's a fact. That's a fact. And I actually tweeted this because we had a class in our community. Was it last week? Um, Turo class. And I tweeted this and I was like, put a car on Turo, use the cash flow to replace your car payment, right? Create a course, use the income to pay your student loans off. Right. To, to Carter's point, get on the other side of it. Right. Like start a merch brand. And again, I'm not really big on designer, but start a merchandise brand to use the money to pay for your design. Like more of the story is you can get on the other side of the equation. Right. House hack. Use that to pay for your dream home. Like It doesn't matter what you want to do. Just get on the right side of the equation. Right. That's what you got to do. We're not saying it's bad to, you know, shop or spend money or travel like like all of us love to travel. All of us love to, you know, nice things, but we try our best to do it the right way. Right. Because if not, you become a slave to those things. And then now, like you can't even truly enjoy it because it's like all you're worried about is making sure you have enough money to pay that bill that's coming up when you financed it. Right. And that's no way to do it. Like, like why buy the fancy car when you're stressed about like, well, I better not get no flat tire because you know, I can't afford the cost of ownership. I barely can afford the payment. You know what I'm saying? I should have got EV because this gas is going crazy right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to be that person. You want to get stuff when you're in a place where you can enjoy it um, and benefit from it and not be stressed about the bill that's attached to it. Mm, major back. key. Major key. Like, especially with the car. If you're worried about the maintenance, you don't need to buy the car. Don't buy the car, bro. Yeah. California's got the highest gas prices in the United States, and I decided to buy a V8 for the first time in my life. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, look, like, hey, George, like you said, I thought I forgot when you said this a while ago. Like, if you go to the gas station and you're not filling up your tank, it's a problem, right? Like, if you, if you go to the gas station right. and you just like wait to 35, I'll be out of here. You know what I'm saying? So, again, I um, fill up my tank. But yeah. I cry every time. Like what? I'm not, I'm not happy when I, I see eighty dollars. It, it, it went up to two. It went to one seventy nine. I think, and I don't know if I was on E or not. And I was just like one seventy nine. One seventy, and I don't think I was on E. I don't think I was on E. And it went to one seventy nine. Right. And I just went in the house and said, "I'm gonna sit down for the rest of the week." 
it wasn't like you know it's just it was just it's just the uh the principle of you making two hundred dollars on my gas but anyway that's but it's all yeah but it's but that that explains a lot of discipline right because i was thinking about something earlier and i was like why do i feel financially stressed about this like i have the money part of it is because like i have some financial trauma Mm-hmm. Um, we working through that. So I have some financial trauma around like spending, but also I have some financial trauma about spending. I think I glitched there, but also I know that like I have financial discipline. So I'm trying to decipher what's the difference between my financial trauma and my financial discipline. I'm like, which mm-hmm. one is it, sis? Because if it's financial trauma, we got to figure out how to work through that. If it's financial discipline, then that's cool. Stick to the plan. But with the financial trauma, like. I've been trying to break that lately, and I'm. Am I digressing too much? No, you know, I want mean, to. I want to harp on here. I want both of y'all's opinion because I know I don't say I struggle with this, but like I just talk to myself about it. We all make great money, but we we don't show nearly as much money as we make, right? Do y'all ever feel like you know, not even like comparing yourself to other people, but like again, I make a lot of money, but still spending fifteen thousand dollars on a Rolex, I'm like. Uh, I'm kind of good on that, right? Like, you know, we just have this conversation online. Like, George, you know, you 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 financially fine, but like, you could have a G wagon, you can have like, you can have whatever you want, right? But mm-hmm. you don't do it. Like, do y'all ever like, look at other people or just kind of look at yourself? Like, why don't? Why am I no? Why am I not okay making that when I know I make ten a hundred x the price a month, right? You know what I'm saying? But I just want your opinion on that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like understanding that to Jacqueline's point, part of it is still financial trauma, right? It's like there was a point in time where you remember like y'all ever been in a place, let's be honest, you ever been in a place where you spent money and then money got tight. And then you thought about the stuff that you you wouldn't have spent money on. Uh, I I should have never got X, Y, and Z. Right. So I think part of it is just, it's, it's unraveling financial trauma. I think the other part of it is like remembering that wealth is what you don't see. Right. Like, as I've always said, riches is measured in money, wealth is measured in time. And so I think we also have gotten to a point where it's like, I could do it, but it's like, this is also another unexercised option that I have. This is a little more cushion in my freedom bucket, right? And I think it's just a subconscious thing that once you, you can't unsee it, right? It's like when you're, especially us, we're immersed in the world of finance, right? You just can't unsee like the struggles that people go through. You can't unsee like, you know, people thinking that they're good and they're up and then now they ain't up no more. And I think it's just, it's, it's, it's hard to unravel that and unpack that. Right. But I think to your point, we should all get to a place where, you know, we're comfortable, you know, spending, spending the money when we know we have it. But I think there is value in being okay. with just like, I could, but I don't need to, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. why I could, but why, you know, yeah, I mean? we, there is a sense of we've been out and I've dropped five figures into my investment account, but I'm not going to get that table. I've literally been in the club like, oh, crypto's down, my stock's down, 15K, 10K. I'm not spending $1,000 for the table. That's stupid, right? But it's just like, you know, I, I just want to make sure I wasn't the only person that that like went through that. I can get that, but like, I'm kind of yeah. don't even want to, right? Yeah. And it's a little stress, like financial stress that comes with, even though you know you got it, you know? Yeah, to a degree, like, I mean, to your point, like, to this day, like, so, so, so someone like going to a club, it's like $500 cover or something like, I can't, I mean, or two, even 250, I'm just like to get in the door. Like, I don't even know what's popping. Like, so some, I, mean, I feel like there's some stuff where the needle has moved where like, I look back and I'm like, wow, I used to think that was a lot of money. I would never, the old George would have never spent that much money on something. But then there's some stuff like, I don't care how much bread I got. Like, bro, you ain't getting enough out of me, dog. It ain't gonna happen. Zach, what about you? 
I think that like for me personally, I had to break my financial trauma. So traveling and like spending any money, like having a luxurious traveling experience, like wasn't a thing that I grew up with. Right. Cause we just never really had enough. So I decided recently to break, to attempt to break that trauma. Right. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to travel. I'm going to, you know, do it luxuriously. I'm going to do it often. Right. Just and, like a five, four, five star hotel. Right. Recently, last, last couple of podcasts ago. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I was supposed to be in London at the time of this recording, but that didn't happen. But everything was booked. So we'll see if I get my money back. If I don't, I'll have some credits to go do some traveling. But it's literally been this level up lesson for me of like, okay, you got to spend money at some point to break that financial trauma because you got to know that you have it and then you have to actually be able to release it. Right. But how you release it. is is kind of like the art there right like that's the question but i think that you just have to determine to your point of we make good money but we don't show all of it like you just have to determine like what lifestyle one do you want to live but also what do you want to project because we know that and i think people people will turn a blind out of this right but what you look like what you have on all of that speaks when you walk in a room before you do So, for example, like I walked into this room at this like little social gathering and this woman, she was like a 45 year old white lady, literally had on like Gucci head to toe. Like it was it wasn't like it wasn't like over the top, but it was like it's definitely an eye catcher. Right. Like you're going to see her. You're going to notice her. You're going to notice all of the prints. Right. And I think Maddie J talks about this a lot, like just about using that as an asset and a conversation piece for you to be able to grow, you know, whatever your intentions are. Right. So I think it's just about what are your intentions here? Like CEO Maddie J, he talks a lot about, oh, well, you know, like if I'm dressed a certain way, it's going to make people want to talk to me. Right. So I use it as an asset to leverage, to build business connections. So yeah, I think it just kind of depends on what you want to portray, but definitely never spend all of the bag, right? That, that, don't, that doesn't make right. sense. It never makes sense. For, for me, it's less about like, I, I can respect that perspective. Like, oh, like, it's, put it's, on a, line, right? it's, it's, it's a fair line of people walk it right. But some people right. walk it wrong. Right, right. I, I can respect that. For, for me, like the biggest, best thing you can do is get in shape, honestly. Like, it don't matter what you wear. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're in shape and you got your clothes fitting right. Because if he fine, fine, he walking with a little tight t-shirt on. Right, give me a ten dollar T shirt. You know what I'm saying? Okay, give me a ten dollar small T shirt. I'll look better than half people wearing designer. In, the, in designer, right? Looking frumpy and looking goofy. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 knock anybody that loves designer. But that's the first. And the other thing is like, for me, it's like you can validate the spending if it aligns with what you value. Right? Validation comes through value. So like, if travel and experiences and culture and all that mm-hmm. matters to you. Drop the bag on the trip because you, you're not going to regret that. But if it's like I'm doing this because so and so going to think I got it or it's going to make for a great Instagram post or like. No. Right. As long as it aligns with what you personally value, which is unique to and specific to you, drop the bag. Like I've been a, like I've drop been a watch bag. guy since college. Right. Yeah. I still have watches from college that I brought. Right. So this is not me. New. This is not news for me. So someone sees me drop a bag on a watch now. It's like, well, do you realize like. I've been collecting for over 20 years now. You know what I'm saying? Or not 20. I'm triple away. I'm not graduate. 10 years. I'm not that old. Damn. I'm about to say, yeah. You know, yeah. Hey, but... Yeah, like 12 years. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
It's just ma- if, if, if it matters to you. If you're a car guy, get the Lambo, but don't get it because of what other people are going to say about it. Get it because when you get in that car, it just makes you feel like this is you. You know what I mean? And that's that's all I would say. Like, just spend it because you want it, because it matters to you, not because of what anybody else is going to say about it, but because it's something that's special to you. Hey, but remember this, because I had this with one of my mentees. She was like, she was like, I don't have anything to show for like my life, basically. And I said, sis, haven't you traveled to like 90 countries? Yeah. You traveled yeah. to not, that's not free. That's correct. Right. Calling in from Brazil, right? Like, I know where my bag goes and I am comfortable spending them. My, my flight home was more, my, my first class flight home is going to be more than I would care to admit, but it's, it's travel for me. I don't think twice about that. Right. But you got watches, Jacqueline, you got whatever you want to have because you're still dealing with the, whether it's trauma or, you know, you think when you find your thing, it, it, it shouldn't even think twice to you. It's your thing. But what I hate, and I, and I heard somebody say this, like, oh, I'll get this designer on, man. I hate spending money on this stuff, but, you know, it's what I got to do to build my, like, no. That's it so corny be, to me. It, it should be what you like and what you, what you want to wear and it should represent you and whenever you wear it, drive it or fly in it. It should make you feel like, yo, I'm that dude because I confirm I'm that dude or that mm-hmm. woman. Right? Not mm-hmm. because anybody else is confirming it for right. me. This makes me feel good. And yeah. like, uh, 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 Barry Sanders uh, said that if you look good, you feel, feel good, good, you feel good, you play good, you play good, you play good, right? So whatever yeah. makes you feel like you're that girl or that guy, you can invest in that because that's going to um, help your, you know, your future. And I think we, you know, yeah. Yeah. I think this is good. Yeah, but invest in that and buy now, uh, pay later is probably not going to. I mean, maybe it is. Carter was saying like they're adding it on to certain things. So maybe it is. Maybe you can buy now, pay later a Rolex. But like, <laughs> I think it's just important. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just important. Icebox might do that. Yeah, yeah Icebox might, <laughs> might do that. Yeah. But no, but the, the idea is like. The buy now, pay later, like usually you're just buying stuff like you're I don't want to call it crap, but you're just buying stuff like you're just buying Mm -hmm. things. Right. So buy things that are quality that you feel like are going to make you feel good and live good. And like it's not going to be like, oh, next year, I don't care about that. Like George said, I got watches from like years ago. Right. Like I still love them. So buy things that are going to be staple pieces that bring value to your life. Right. Right. I Google when I watch it, I'm like, I'm like, Google, I Google one of George's watches. I'm like, oof. I'm not, I'm not paying for that. <laughs> Ooh, that'll do it. Better, bro. That'll do it. <laughs> you don't got to worry about me. <laughs> you know what's funny? Okay, okay. Like, last little, little point. So when I was in college, um, I was taking my business classes. I took a business law class. And in the class, the professor, he asked, he was like, he said, I don't get the thing with watches. He was like, I don't understand. Like, why do people buy fancy watches? And nobody in the class could answer, right? So I decided to research it. It came back came back to the next class and I was like, you know, a lot of people buy fancy watches because uh, a lot of men buy fancy watches because it, it can bypass divorce. So it's like, they use them to buy these assets. And then, I mean, if your wife doesn't catch it, then you don't have to split the money. Wow. Always a loophole. That was worth saying. That is something that everybody sleep on. That's crazy. (laughs) But, okay. Think of the watch. It's only if she thinks of it, okay? If she has a really good attorney, like there's this show called Untying the Knot. 
It used to be mm-hmm. on E. There was only one season. I loved that show. It was about people getting divorced and it was rich people. So they had a bunch of fancy assets and like art and all kinds of collectibles and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about splitting up the assets. So they did like I remember one wife specifically was like, no, 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 no. Go in that closet. He's got 15 Rolexes. He got this, 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 this. Like we oh. splitting all of that. <laughs> and okay, well, hey, hey, fellas in the crowd, if y'all are going through it. You know, take the money out and put it in watches and hope she turns a blind eye. But we we hope that nobody in the crowd is going through that. We hope nobody's going ladies, through that. Ladies, 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 because the ladies Man, get no, no, no. <laughs> go ahead and when you get into the bag, go get the bags. All right. Uh, He's not gonna know. He's not That's gonna funny. Know. But nah, um, guys, thank you for tuning in to this episode. Again, like we're not here to say whether buy now, pay later is bad. What we're asking you to do is dig deeper. Like Jacqueline said, look inward and like, why do I even feel the need to use this in the first place? Right. Am I buying this because it, it validates me and I really want it and I really need it? Or is it because I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses or, you know, trying to impress somebody else? Right. But just really look inwards, make a decision on, does this align with the lifestyle that you want? Because remember, at the end of the day, you're either building the life you want or you're, or you're, taking away from the opportunity to live your dream life. So just make sure that everything that you're building is a building block for the life that you want and not something that's going to impede your ability to get there faster. So thank you guys for tuning in always. Um, Make sure you do your homework um, and let us know what you decide to invest in when you cancel that subscription. Peace. Peace. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. If you like this episode, please do us a huge favor, leave us a five-star review. And if you're not already, subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend because we're providing this valuable game so that you can level up as an aspiring melanin millionaire. Again, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week.